Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Magic Wazubi's Guilds of Ravnica set review. Alright, we are now on black. Okay, we've already gone through white and blue, and now you're listening to the black episode, where I go over all the black cards of Guilds of Ravnica, and give my thoughts and feelings on the whole set of black cards here. So before we begin, let's just get some little announcements out of the way first here real quick. Uh, Magic Zuby can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, and on YouTube if you search for Magic Zuby on YouTube. Uh, I am also located on Facebook.com slash Magic on Twitter at Magic on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. I can be emailed at MTGZuby at gmail.com, and you can also be sure to check out the Patreon at Patreon.com slash Magic Be sure to also check out my two sponsors, LegitMTG.com and ManaTraders.com. They are really awesome folks. Uh, they've done a lot of good for this podcast so be sure to check them out i highly recommend them so let's just get on with it right let's get on with the meat of the show all right we are going over the black cards of guilds of ravnica so first on our list is barrier of bones barrier of bones is a one black creature skeleton wall with defender that's a zero three but when Barry of Bones enters the battlefield, Surveil 1. And in case you forgot what Surveil does again, look at the top card of your library. You may put that card into your graveyard. So it's like a scry, but instead of it going on the bottom of your library, it goes in your graveyard instead, which to me, that's better than scry. Uh, the flavor text reads, The Demir rarely makes statements, but when they do, the message is clear. So obviously a Demir-flavored card here, and even has the Demir logo on the card. So... As far as limited goes, this is, once again, as I said before with the blue wall, it's pretty solid defender. If you're going to be playing more of a grindy matchup in limited, that you may be playing more control or maybe mid-range. And this is not a bad card to put on turn one. Not only does it help you feed your graveyard or put something into your hand, or, I mean, or on top of your library, um, but it also helps you put a body on the field to help you block in case you're up against some aggro here. So nothing wrong with that. Not the best card. Definitely late pickable for me, but you know it all depends on your strategy and what you're drafting as well. Next, we've got, I'm going to mispronounce this, Bartizan. Bartizan? Bartizan bats? For three and a black creature bat, it's a 3-1 with flying. Bats are welcome to eat thousands of my pets. I have multitudes more that will ultimately eat the bats, says Izani. Um, your typical 3-1 flyer for four. It is pretty expensive. The 3-1 isn't the best, but since it does give it does have flying, the evasion is slightly better, but there are a lot of flyers out here. So this is it's pretty low on my totem pole of picking, if I had to say. So not the best card. Next, we've got Blood Operative, one and double black creature, vampire assassin. That's a 3-1. Another 3-1. Uh, with lifelink, when Blood Opter... When Blood Operative enters the battlefield, it may exile target card from a graveyard. Graveyard. Ugh. I'm getting tongue twisted here. Whenever you surveil, if Blood Operative is in your graveyard, you may pay three life. If you do, return Blood Operative to your hand. So, when it enters the battlefield, you may exile target card from a graveyard. That's not the worst thing. Uh, whenever you surveil, if Blood Operative is in your graveyard, you may pay three life, return it to your hand. So it does have that kind of recursion to where if if it dies early on and you need a 
if you want another body back on the field. It can be a pest, right? Because you're you're gaining life with this card. So paying the three life isn't going to feel that bad to get it back. But it also really depends if you have a lot of surveil, which this set has plenty of surveil mechanics in it and plenty for you to choose from when drafting. And of course, surveil, surveil is in the black and blue category here. So overall, pretty good card. Is it a pack one, pick one playable? Um, it's possible the recursion makes it better than it looks, but that one toughness really kind of deters me away from it. Now, I don't know. I, I And I don't see this getting much standard or constructed either, but it's not a bad beater, but that one toughness really kind of makes me go, ah, uh, not that great. So next we've got Burglar Rat for one and a black creature rat. That's a one one. When it enters the battlefield, each opponent discards a card. So, I mean, not the worst thing. Um, I've seen worse commons. I mean, a one one for two, but it does have a decent upside where it makes your opponent discard a card. But the plus, the downside to that though is, what if your opponent has a card they discard that has Jumpstart or it has that green mythic where? It reads when you discard it, put it onto the battlefield. So you kind of want to be careful even playing this card if you kind of are aware of all the other cards that were drafted in your pod. So definitely be careful on this. I wouldn't even sideboard this card. I would kind of stay away from it. But always discarding, making your opponent discard a card is not a bad thing. But with Jumpstart, that can be a problem. Uh, even rats hoard their treasures. Are your precious things so different, says Izani on the flavor text for Burglar Rat. Next, we've got Child of Night for 1 and a black 2-1 lifelink. Uh, pretty standard beater here, 2-1 with lifelink. It's not bad. Um, I'd play it in a tempo-type deck, and that's about it. Um, definitely, I'm not going to be looking to grab one or anything like that, but good good late pick if you're heavy into black. Uh, no guilds, that is her rule. The house vampires unnerve her, the combine would dissect her, the legion burn her, the conclave cure her. The shadows are all the family she needs. I like that flavor text there, because the art makes it, you know, she's definitely sort of like a well, child of night, almost kind of remind me, reminds me of uh, an assassin type looking character right there. So our next card is Creeping Chill for three and a black sorcery. Creeping Chill deal, deal ugh, I can't talk tonight. I don't know what's going on. Creeping Chill deals three damage to each opponent and you gain three life. When Creeping Chill is put into your graveyard from your library, you may exile it. If you do, Creeping Chill deals three damage to each opponent and you gain three life. So I don't mind that. So for three and a black, you're going to cast it it deals three damage to your opponent and you gain three life and then when it's put into a, your graveyard from your library you may exile it if you do creeping chill surveils so even with you surveilling you have a chance of casting this for free essentially so definitely not a bad card at all the the gaining three life is just another perk of it i would have enjoyed it if you didn't even gain three life from it you know i feel like it would not be a bad card at all and plus with you being able to surveil it and put it in your graveyard, be like, oh, I'm going to exile it now. You know, hey, I, I'm down with that. That's pretty good. This can be an early pick for you. Now, pack one, pick one, no. But really good pick there. And plus, you're dealing three damage. So, not bad. I, I'm happy with that. Constructed playable, mm, no, too slow. 
too slow for constructor playable and plus there's better things you'd want to be doing for four mana and standard and not play this i mean unless you're playing some sort of budget jank type thing i don't see why not maybe some budget surveil type thing but eh, you know uh next on our list we've got dead weight for one black enchantment aura you enchant a creature enchant a creature gets neg two neg two so a possible type of removal for early game creatures uh with most of those early game creatures being bears or one twos or two ones stuff like that so definitely some good removal and even if it doesn't remove the a creature you have potential of making it even weaker you make a four four go down to a two two or a three three down to a one one so not a bad removal at all all things considered his first day on patrol could have gone better and i like the little the little um art there it looks like a boro soldier he's got the ball and chain stuck to his leg and just probably thinking to himself shit what the hell did i get myself wrapped into here uh, oh, I like the art of this next one. Uh, next card is Deadly Visit for three and double black sorcery. Destroy target creature, surveil two. Uh, for five mana for destroying target, that is a bit expensive since we just came from a set that had murder M19. But uh, I don't even think murder's in this set. No, it's not. But um, th that is a bit expensive for destroying a target creature, but the surveil two kind of makes up for it. Uh, d always destroying a creature like this in limited is always, you know, prime removal and all that. So this is definitely, I wouldn't say, I mean, I can almost say an early pick too, because removal is always very good dealing with pesky creatures. This doesn't care about toughness or power, but destroy there are very few indestructible and hexproof creatures here so you know go for it and with the surveil too that can just help you out that much more um i do like the art of it it looks like a guy reading his papers and there's an assassin coming out from behind him and gonna stab him in the back hope he stabs him in the throat rips out the jugular and then eats it anyways Next, we've got Doom Whisperer. For three and double black creature, Nightmare Demon, a 6-6. Six, six. Flying Trample, pay two life, surveil two. The flavor text reads, The sound of every twisted secret tempts you to hear another. So, let's just talk first about a 6-6 six, six for five is insanity. And there's no downside for this as well. Because usually black is known for when you have a creature that's, a, that's pretty powerful for that cheap of mana there's a downside usually there's no downside to this at all you can ignore the pay to surveil too and if it if it was just flying trample in a six six for five i'd snap pick this immediately pack one pick one and so with the pay to life and surveil too that can come in really handy and limited as well hell this will come in handy and constructed i can see this being constructed playable for sure um because being able to slap this thing down turn five and you have a six six body that has really good evasion flying plus trample for your opponents that may be playing some pesky angels you can still get some damage put in there so i like this card a lot if you open up this card pick it right away because you're just that much closer to winning the draft um what more can i say about this card super super good flying trample six six for five ridiculous that they'd print something like this 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 is an example of power level creeping up here next 
I think I've said all I could say about Doom Whisper here. Next is Dowser, Dowser of Lights for four and a black creature horror. It's a four or five. The flavor text reads, The party of Rakdos revelers cackled and capered as the thing approached. It hissed, and they jabbed their torches at it, giggling when it recoiled. Then, one by one, the torches went out, and the screaming began. <laughs> I like that flavor text a lot. <laughs> that just shows how crazy this thing is. So, a 4 or 5 for 5, not the worst thing in the world. I wouldn't mind picking this. Um, more mid to late picks if I'm going into black here because a four or five body for five you're that's pretty good there so even if your opponent has a lot of you know small creatures there this thing can just pick them off one by one for blocking it so I wouldn't be sad about picking this at all and I like it love the flavor text though um, it almost kind of looks like and I'm gonna say this name wrong an ankeg or an ankeg from D&D the type of like uh, uh, what mountain or lion ant type creature that you see in D&D and that's what the art reminds me of here next we've got gruesome menagerie for three and double black it's a sorcery choose a creature card with converted mana cost one in your graveyard then do the same for creature cards with converted mana cost two and three return those cards to the battlefield so in limited this this is not bad. This is definitely going to be a late game playable type card or maybe more more late game than anything to just help you bring creatures back to the field. And the flavor text does read variety is also the spice of death says Sivraya Golgari Shaman. Um, I really like this card and it can definitely help you. It's sort of that recursion zombie type theme that it has going on with it. And even in standard, I can see this being pretty useful if there's any kind of zombie deck or yeah, more, more of like a zombie deck that's being built. Now we do lose a lot of the good zombies come rotation when this is finally legal, but you know, is I, I can still see it being played maybe in some budget jank type of off version something like that now for limited like i said again it's not the worst card i wouldn't mind picking this but really have to pay attention to what the other cards in that pack i can't always see this being pack one pick one but it comes pretty close though for me personally next we've got hired poisoner for one black a creature human assassin with death touch a one one they don't even feel the cut. I'm ordering a drink in a nearby tavern before anyone notices something's wrong. So the, these kind of creatures are always really good to have in your deck and limited. A 1-1 one, one with death touch might as well be a 6-6 six, six, you know, body as well. You're always going to want to sort of keep this creature in the back and keep it for blocks, especially to get rid of a pesky big creature. And, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Um... Yeah, I would definitely pick this late game or yeah, late, late in the picks for sure. Next, we have Crawl Swarm for four and a black creature insect warrior. It's a four one flying pay two and a black discard a creature card return Crawl Swarm from your graveyard to your hand. The hive has a long memory. It knows how every member ever died and to whom it owes the grudge. So you discard a creature card, return Crawl Swarm from your graveyard to your hand. Now, you have to be careful cards like this. If you don't want to keep discarding creature cards unless you have a way of getting them back, or if you have a card where 
creatures in your graveyard matter as well. So a 4-1 flying for 5, that's not bad, but that one toughness really makes it hard to want to play this sometimes, especially if you're up against an opponent that has a lot of flyers as well too. Because if your opponent has flyers and you're playing this, this is kind of a dud at that point, unless you're going to sort of make your opponent swing all out and you have combat tricks, you know? Because that one toughness really makes it hard to really want to play this for me personally. I mean, if your opponent is low to the ground and no flying at all, then go for it. And this is perfect because you have that evasion. You're just going to keep pinging them for four. Not, not bad, not the worst. You know, really situational. Next, we have Lotleth Giant for six and a black. That is a 6-5 zombie giant. Has undergrowth. When Lotleth Giant enters the battlefield, it deals one damage to target opponent for each creature card in your graveyard. So this is an example of where your creature card